always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration, Deanna Hobbs. Today's inspiration is to assure you that your breakthrough is closer than you think. Sometimes your blessing can feel like it is so far off and it can be discouraging, but God wants you to know that he's about to break some things wide open for you. That breakthrough is closer than you think. So lift up your head, be encouraged, and know that your worst situation is about to take a turn for the best. Welcome to this, your Tuesday, February 12th, 2019 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. My name is Deanna Hobbs. I'm founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that distributes free resources all around the world to help you grow in your faith and become everything God is destined you to be. I am broadcasting live from Empowering Everyday Women Ministry Studios right here in the city of Buffalo, New York, where it is currently 24 degrees and we get to be together again. You were so sweet yesterday. Let me just say that. Letting me know that you missed me and the podcast. Whenever I'm not able to broadcast, I miss you as well. We are indeed a family and God has connected us for such a time as this. Every single podcast you hear, it's available for you as a free resource. Stream and download it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher.com, your daily cup of inspiration.com, player.fm on my YouTube channel under my name, Deanna Hobbs, D-I-A-N-N-A-H-O-B-B-S. Click that red subscribe button, turn on those notifications so that every time a podcast is uploaded, you will be among the first to know. Let's stay connected on social media, Facebook at Deanna.Hobbs, Instagram at I am Deanna Hobbs, and Twitter at Team Deanna Hobbs. It's time to go to the throne of grace and ask God for his favor over today's broadcast. God, we thank you for your love and kindness. Thank you for this awesome individual you sent to press play. I ask that you would anoint this podcast. Give me the right words to say that will minister an in-season word for this, your precious servant. I thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. So Daily Cut family, our son, Caleb, who is 12 years old, he'll be 13 next month. Well, he's a gifted animator. I remember the first time he showed our family an entire cartoon that he had created. Our jaws dropped. Caleb had illustrated the character, animated it, and had also added the voiceover and the sounds and special effects. I was scratching my head trying to figure out how in the world did he conceptualize this animation? And it was awesome. One of the things about Caleb is he likes to create in private. He'll seclude himself and just do his work. But one day he let me in on his process a little bit and I saw that it takes hundreds of frames to get even the smallest movements. I wish I could explain the process better, but I don't know much about animating. I just know I'm fascinated by the sheer number of frames Caleb uses to create subtle facial expressions and movements and characters. He's amazing. So as I was thinking about Caleb's animations, I thought about how life can sometimes mimic the animation process. And that means it takes a lot of stages and a whole lot of steps and the process can feel really long just to get a little bit of movement. 
movement, a little bit of forward progress. So I often tell Caleb that animating is great, not just for making cartoons, but for teaching you to exercise the patience, the focus and the persistence and the diligence it takes to move forward and get where you're supposed to be. You see, everything doesn't come overnight. Everything isn't quick. In Acts, the writer gives us a picture of the early church as it was making its transition from Judaism to Jesus. That wasn't an easy shift to make. Judaism wasn't just the religion of the Jewish people. It was their cultural identity. It was their race. It was their way of life. So when Jesus came, died on the cross and rose again and made the rituals and ceremonies the Jewish people established under Old Testament law obsolete, oh, it wasn't easy for them to transition. So it was a long process to get them to embrace Jesus as the Messiah. I was reading Acts chapter 18 verses 4 through 16 specifically and the Apostle Paul, who was a Jew and a Pharisee, an expert in Jewish law, had come to faith in Jesus Christ and he was now preaching the gospel. And we find him here in Corinth spending every Sabbath day in the synagogue trying to convince both the Jews and the Gentiles that Jesus was the Messiah. But verse 6 says the folks in the synagogue opposed and insulted him. So eventually, you know what Paul did? He went on ahead and dusted his shoulders off. Paul had to keep it moving. Sometimes in your life, God will allow doors to close in your face and let people reject you and let opportunities dry up so he can redirect you to the places he has ordained for you to go. Now, according to verse 7, Paul left and went to the home of a man named Titius Justice, and he was a Gentile who worshipped God. He lived right next door to the synagogue. God had already opened the door for Paul, and that was just a hop, skip, and a jump away. And in verses 9 through 10, the word of God says that one night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision, and he told him, don't you be afraid, you speak out. Don't be silent, for I am with you, and no one will attack and harm you. And then God said something so key. He said in that verse, for many people in this city belong to me. Those people Paul was assigned to preach to belong to God. That region belonged to God. Paul belonged to God. His assignment belonged to God. So Paul stayed right where he was in Corinth for the next year and a half, teaching the word of God. His ministry was successful. Paul's breakthrough, which manifested right next door to the place that rejected him, was unstoppable. And this upset Paul's enemies. How aggravating, humiliating, and frustrating must that have been for Paul to start a brand new church right next door? They could hear the crowds. They could see the people. Some of those folks following Paul's Christian church were old members of the synagogue that jumped ship because they wanted to see the power of God. And so the Jews got angry. They didn't want Paul to be great in God, so they came up with the plan. According to verse 12, when a man named Galileo, who became the Roman proconsul, which is another word for the governor, the Jews banded together and brought Paul before him on some trumped up charges because Corinth at the time was under Roman control. So they wanted to get him in trouble with the government, but God had already promised Paul that no harm would come to him because the Lord had called him to that region. When God's hand is on you, no weapon the enemy forms against you will prosper. And to summarize what happened, according to verse 14, right when Paul started to defend himself, Galileo cut him off and he told Paul's accusers, I don't have time for this petty fool. 
foolishness. You handle this yourself. Then verse 16 says Galileo threw the Jewish accusers out of the courtroom. They and their case were dismissed. Somebody needs to know the enemy is being dismissed from your life. God is throwing him out. There are some things he has tried to do that won't work. I know there has been some intimidating opposition and some difficult tests and trials, but God is telling you the same thing today that he told Paul in Corinth. Don't be afraid. I am with you. Even though it may have seemed like for a time that the enemy was prevailing, there's a breakthrough coming for you and it's right next door. It's closer than you think. It's going to happen sooner than you know. The blessings of the Lord are upon you. Whenever the adversity intensifies, expect God to be glorified in your situation. This is just a setup for God to show up and turn things around in your favor. You're tired of the trouble. You're sick of the opposition. You're aggravated with one closed door after another. Well, God wants you to trust his word. Just because the enemy is fighting you doesn't mean the word that God delivered to you isn't true. You had to go through your process, but I declare to you today, you have already won. No matter what stage you're in or what phase you're in or what season you're in or what frame you're in, you will not be defeated. God has ordained that you be victorious. He has already opened doors for you that no man can shut, already bestowed divine blessings upon you that no man can take away, already showered you with his goodness and favor. So get ready to step into your blessing. It's right next door. I know it's been a long time coming, but God is about to shift things suddenly. To prepare you for what's to come, I'm stirring Isaiah 48 and 3 in the New American Standard Bible right into your cup of inspiration and it says, I declared the former things long ago and they went forth from my mouth and I proclaimed them suddenly I acted and they came to pass. As you drink down the contents of your cup, believe and declare that suddenly your breakthrough will show up and suddenly what God has spoken will be revealed. Your suddenly is right next door. It's just around the corner. It's closer than you think. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They've been facing opposition, but I thank you that the opposition is just another opportunity for your glory to be revealed in their life. Thank you for their suddenly breakthrough that's about to show up right now in advance of the great reveal. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor for it belongs to you alone in Jesus name. Amen. Your daily cup of inspiration podcast has been brought to you by empowering everyday women ministries where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.